0: Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.
3: Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com
4: or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.
2: Donald Trump wins again, this time big in New Hampshire, yet Nikki Haley is not dropping out. That's right. The New Hampshire primary results are official. Donald Trump on his way to the nomination and on his way to facing Joe Biden in a one-on-one race. As soon as Nikki Haley gets her head out of her rear end and realizes it is over. Now, I'm not the only one, by the way, that believes it is over. Rachel Maddow reading Joe Biden's statement on Trump's New Hampshire win. This was on MSNBC. Listen clearly. A statement from President Joe Biden on tonight's results in New Hampshire. This is a result
3: is given exclusively to us. You will not get this anywhere else. President's statement is this. It is now clear that Donald Trump will be the Republican nominee. And my message to the country is the stakes could not be higher. Our democracy, our personal freedoms, from the right to choose to the right to vote, our economy, which has seen the strongest recovery in the world since COVID, all are at stake. President's statement continues. I want to thank all those who wrote my name in this evening in New Hampshire. It was a historic demonstration of commitment to our democratic process. And I want to say to all those independents and Republicans who share our commitment to core values of our nation, our democracy, our personal freedoms, an economy that gives everyone a fair shot to join us as Americans. Let's remember we are the United States of America and there is nothing, nothing we cannot do if we do it together.
2: That is the statement. I'm going to read exactly what President Joe Biden said in his statement. It is now clear Donald Trump will be the Republican nominee. So even Joe Biden and Joe Biden's White House, who hates Donald Trump, is admitting now that Donald Trump will be the nominee. Why is it that Nikki Haley is refusing to admit that she is is not going to get it? She does not have a path to getting it. There's also something else here. There are some in the media that are refusing to admit that this is a defeat. For example, uh, you may remember a guy by the name of Chris Matthews. He The got, show got canceled or fired at MSNBC, but they still had him on Man- from Manchester last night. Chris Matthews said Haley pulled, quote, a Bill Clinton number last night. He lost to New Hampshire primary by eight points and declared himself a winner in 92. That is true. There is a big difference, though. He wasn't going up against a former president of the United States of America. And it wasn't a two-man race in New Hampshire. So you have to look at the facts at that point and realize that, yet again, Chris Matthews is lying to you about the conditions around, quote, those numbers. Also, uh, Elise Jordan saying this about Democrats on MSNBC, because I think it's important you understand how valuable Nikki Haley is to the Democrats. Here is what Elise Jordan had to say on MSNBC about Nikki Haley staying in the race and who it's good for. And Elise
5: Jordan, you know who else is pretending that Nikki Haley's not there? The Biden White House. (laughs) Because they desperately, desperately want a rematch with Donald Trump because they know they'll beat him.
1: But it's good for the Biden White House if Nikki Haley stays in the race as long as possible. If she forces Donald Trump to stay out on the stump and respond and he keeps giving these performances that have you lacking his mental faculties have you lacking his age frankly and that's something that she knows that is he's vulnerable on biden and trump both have the age vulnerability and as long as she stays in the race it's good for joe biden
2: it's exactly what i told you on this show yesterday Nikki Haley is a useful idiot for the Democratic Party right now. And on MSNBC, they're saying it. As long as Nikki Haley stays in the race, it is good for Joe Biden. So Joe Biden is admitting that Donald Trump is the nominee. MSNBC is admitting that Joe Biden or that that Donald Trump is the nominee. The White House is planning on a one-on-one race. And yet, the useful idiot, Nikki Haley, is saying, I'm still in this thing. I'm not going anywhere. Also, Nancy Mace coming out on Fox News Channel. She's a Republican from South Carolina. She's on the House and and Armed Services Committee. She came out talking about her endorsement, not of Nikki Haley, but of Donald Trump. Here's what she said, and this is coming from an important endorsement out of South Carolina. Listen.
5: Eight South Carolina GOP leaders have endorsed Donald Trump for president, going against the state's former governor, Nikki Haley, ahead of the crucial state primary next month. Nancy Mace is one of those South Carolina Republicans endorsing the former president. And she joins me now. Congresswoman, good morning to you. So Nikki Haley lost in New Hampshire, but by a smaller margin than expected. So do you think that that result last night will help her in South Carolina? Because that is what she is hoping for. South Carolina is Trump country, and he is crushing it right now. And number one, I want to say that Nikki Haley ran a great race. She made it deep into the playoffs, but the playoffs are now over, and it's time to start the Super Bowl. We have got to take on Joe Biden right now if we're going to take our country back. We need to reverse every bad policy that Joe Biden created, whether it's inflation, whether it's the economy, immigration, crime in our communities, By every measurement, Donald Trump made our nation safer and more prosperous and stronger. We didn't have these forever wars that Joe Biden started. And right now, look, we're in a proxy war with Iran based on the administration's decisions to bomb the Houthis without coming to Congress. Um, Everything was safer and better under Donald Trump. And that's what the American people want. That's what South Carolina wants. And he's going to win big here.
2: He's going to win big here. So you look at that list of all the different people in South Carolina, and I want you to understand just how many people now have gone for Donald Trump over Nikki Haley in her home state. Senator Tim Scott, obviously on the short list to be the vice presidential candidate with Donald Trump. Lindsey Graham, senator, sitting senator, both sitting senators now from South Carolina behind Donald Trump. The governor there, McMaster. Again, endorsing Donald Trump, who you just heard, Representative Nancy May, she has endorsed Donald Trump. Uh, Representative Russell Fry, Representative Joe Wilson, Representative William Timmons, and Repres- Representative Jeff Duncan. So you look at that list, that is eight different GOP leaders in South Carolina who have all said no to Nikki Haley, who is from South Carolina, who they all know well, and they've all said that it is Donald Trump. It is a matter of time before Trump is the nominee. The only thing standing in his way is Nikki Haley. And Nikki Haley is, to quote MSNBC, as long as Nikki Haley stays in the race, it is good for Joe Biden. Let me explain a little bit more why I say that so you understand. Donald Trump is going to be in court a lot. Democrats have designed these indictments and charges against him to tie him up in court during the campaign cycle. That is going to take time away from him being out there on the stump, out there doing events and rallies. And then if he's still having to fight in a primary and go in, go state to state instead of looking at the, 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 the broader election of the general election, that is going to hurt him even more. And that is exactly why Democrats are desperate for her to stay in, Nikki Haley stay in. Let me also say this. Van Jones on CNN last night made another point, which is one that I couldn't agree with more. He said... Look, Joe Biden right now with Nikki Haley in this thing, he's got a strategy and he should stick to it. And that strategy is to stay hidden. Listen, if I were Biden, I would I would stay hidden. And I'll tell you why. Um, He doesn't inspire confidence and he's not a great messenger for himself. He has done a tremendous job for this economy. Union members, union leaders have are racking up win after win. They should be put forward. Uh, there are clean energy executives in red states that are putting people to work and you know, solar. And, you know, they should, like, there's something wrong with this campaign where we're somehow expecting Joe Biden, who frankly hid during the last campaign, to start, come out now and be Flash Gordon and save this, his own campaign. The people who are benefiting from the Biden economy and they exist should be empowered to speak. So Van Jones, if I were Biden, I'd stay hidden. And he can stay hidden longer if it's not a one-on-one race against Donald Trump.
3: Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: Let me also talk about the exit poll data. And I'm going to give you CNN. And the reason why, some people ask me, like, Ben, why do you give CNN a lot? Because I want you to know what the left is saying. And I want you to understand that if, if uh, what their strategy is and what their data shows, um, because it's important that you understand, hey, this is kind of like best case scenario for Joe Biden and worst case scenario for Donald Trump example. That's why I'll give you some CNN exit poll numbers because it's showing that it's not somebody trying to cook the book saying Donald Trump's the greatest thing ever, right? These people hate Donald Trump. And so when their data shows overwhelmingly uh, uh, overwhelming in- in- intel and shows just how clearly Donald Trump is in the lead, I think it's very valuable intel. Let me give you an example of what I mean by this. CNN exit poll data showed that 70% of Nikki Haley voters were not, listen carefully, registered Republicans in New Hampshire. So did she have that amazing of a night or was it Operation Chaos where those that are actually not Republicans decide to go vote in the Republican primary and the reason why they decide to vote in the Republican primary is because they wanted to hurt Donald Trump. That's a question. Now, you can, you can make that accusation, right? Like, that's an accusation you can make, and you can make it and be like, oh, well, hey, Donald Trump won by more. Okay, well, let's back it up with facts if we're going to make that argument because there's a lot of idiots out there that do what I do, and they're like, oh, yeah, they stole this thing. No, I want data. I want facts. I want to know what was really going on compared to what, you know, just because you wanted it to be a bigger win, for example, from Donald Trump, does that mean that there's an actually that big of a win? All right, so let's look at this. Nikki Haley relied heavily, this is coming from CNN, on support of independents and Democrats in the New Hampshire primary, yet still lost by wide margins. on Haley Of Haley voters in the Granite State, CNN said that about 7 in 10 said they were registered as undeclared prior to Tuesday. So be, uh, undeclared before Tuesday. CNN relied on an exit poll to make its shocking statement. New Hampshire's loose requirements allow for voters to cross over. Well, future Republican caucuses and primaries will consist overwhelmingly of registered Republicans. So if you want to switch at the last moment, you can do it. And that's something you can do in New Hampshire. And that's exactly what happened on behalf, because remember... There was one person not on the ballot last night in New Hampshire. That was Joe Biden. Now, there was a write-in campaign to give him a bunch of votes to show that he's obviously the guy, and there were some Democrats that that did that, and that was great, fine, and dandy. But if you look at the data and what they were doing, what many—and look, this was smart. I want to be clear about this. If I was a Democrat last night in New Hampshire, I would have voted for Donald Trump. If I was a Democrat and I don't want Donald Trump to win— I would have voted in the Republican primary for Nikki Haley last night because the longer Nikki Haley is in the race, the better it is for Joe Biden and the longer that Joe Biden can go and, yes, hide. That's what we're talking about here. Trump crushed Haley in the New Hampshire primary. Anyone telling you otherwise is lying to you by double digits with results that were clear that he is the front runner and he is the guy. The Associated Press called New Hampshire results within three minutes of the polls closing. That's how much of a beatdown this was last night. In Iowa, where Trump won by a historic 30%, it took the Associated Press 31 minutes to call the race. So when it got closer as a two-man race, it was even easier to call. Trump's path to the nomination seems all but inevitable, is how the AP put it, after his victory. Senator John Cornyn, Republican from Texas, And Debbie Fisher, Republican as well, endorsed Trump within minutes of his victory, saying basically enough is enough. And those two are not people that are like big pro-Trump kind of people. That's uh, the reason why I'm giving you that data. So when people talk about Nikki Haley having this great night, did she have a great night because Democrats support her or did she have a great night because Republicans supported her? Based on the data, it seems very clear that it was the Democrats that supported her last night, not the Republicans that got her the numbers that she got. And look, she did have a good showing last night, right? I- I'll go back and I'll play a clip for you. Last night, well, I- I- let, me, let me rephrase that. Hold on, let me say this. Donald Trump came out on stage, and I do want you to hear some of what Trump said because I think it's, an, it- it's important. And he was talking about the future. And he said this about going up against Joe Biden. We had one hell of a night tonight. And one other thing before Vivek comes. Do you see that, Paul? We're going to
5: put it up. We have beaten Biden. You could almost say, who can't? Who the hell can't? The man can't put two sentences together. He can't find the stairs off a stage.
2: Who can't? But. Vivek, one minute or less. Go do it, Vivek. One minute or less. He said, "Who can, who couldn't beat him? Right? Who couldn't beat Joe Biden?" Now, Chris Matthews, he said this trying to trying to fluff this up. That well, you got to understand, Nikki Haley pulled the Bill Clinton number last night. They want you to believe that.
4: Yeah, she's got another month if she does in fact stay in, and she says she will another month from today in South Carolina. So buckle up. Let's go back up to Manchester, New Hampshire. Where we find former MSNBC host Chris Matthews. Chris, great to see you again today. Uh, what are your impressions this morning after Donald Trump's 11 point win last night?
1: Well, my impression was really when I watched it last night of Donald Trump. I mean, he was he was blown up, blow, blown apart. Because here is uh, Nikki Haley, a relative newcomer to politics, compared to bill clinton and people like that pulling a bill clinton number back in 1992 bill clinton lost the new hampshire primary by eight points to paul sagas but at 10 o'clock that night he went out way before the nightly news the late news and he declared himself the winner you made me the comeback kid this is exactly What Nikki Haley did last night, she came on when the polls were still very close, the results coming in very close, and she said, I won basically. And that is exactly what is driving Donald Trump crazy. He put a lot of effort into this state. He held a lot of rallies all around the state, very carefully segmenting different parts of the state. He got a lot of poor people, a lot of people hard up really coming out for him in the Republican Party. And yet here she is coming out like a butterfly. You know, she was a caterpillar for a while there. And then she's a butterfly right in his face saying, basically, I won and I'm going to be in your face now for months. And that is a statement he did not want to hear. He thought he could put her away and he didn't Mm -hmm. do it last night. She's going to be around for weeks. She's going to get a lot of media attention because, as you all been saying this morning, she's a lot better now than she was a few weeks ago. She is now the star or close to the star. I thought I saw coming here when I come up here to cover this thing. I thought she'd get more closer to him, to, 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 to his weakness. And she's getting there with this age thing. And so's Chris Anunu. They were hitting him and hitting mm-hmm. him and hitting him. And he makes more and more mistakes, confusing her with Pelosi. Give me a break. That was a long period of time he was saying things like she was the one that didn't take my 10,000 troops. What are you talking about? So I think he, right. she's going to go out just like Eugene Carroll. She's out there. By by the way, let me just notice how even
2: Matthews said she's going to be around for weeks. He didn't say she's going to win. Right. He's he's bloviating here. But even he's admitting like, well, she's going to be around for weeks, for weeks. She's going to be around weeks, bothering him, nipping at his heels. Then they try to tell you that Nikki Haley is, is, is the new star bigger than Donald Trump. Are you kidding me? Look at her rallies compared to his rallies. This is how much of a useful idiot Nikki Haley is for the left. They are desperate for her to stay in this thing.
3: Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: Haley also said, and look, she's going to stay in this thing for a, a month. We're talking about a month from today is when we're going to end up having uh, that South Carolina. She's not on the ballot in Nevada, so it's going to go to South Carolina. She is down there massively in South Carolina. Every elected official there that is uh, important has not endorsed her. She doesn't care. How is she still going for, further? Right? How does she keep going I can tell you that this is actually pretty simple. She's got a lot of money. The same money that was given to Mitt Romney, the same money that was given to Mitt Romney, the same money that was given to um, all these establishment Jeb Bushes, right? Like all this type of rhino money is going now to Nikki Haley. The never Trump people in the Republican Party are 110% behind her. They desperately want her to not stop. They're delusional. And I think many of them actually are are, are are genuinely okay with Nikki Haley losing ultimately, but hurting Donald Trump. I think there's some of these never-Trump Republican establishment individuals. I, I mean this when I say this, okay? I, I, I really do. I think there are, are quite a few of these never-Trump Republicans that actually believe that they'd rather have another four years of Joe Biden than have Donald Trump win again. That is how much they hate Donald Trump. And these are, quote, Republicans. That's who's giving her the money to stay in this thing. And look, she can stay in as long as she's got the money. And right now, she's got enough money to stay in. She's got enough cash to stay in. She spent a lot of money, by the way, in New Hampshire, and it didn't pay off for her. Now, she's going to say, this is my home state, I can do something here, I've got 30 days, the race has changed, it's one-on-one, I'm going to change the narrative, and look, she's going to come after Donald Trump for 30 days. And she's also not even on the ballot, as I mentioned. She's not competing in the Nevada caucuses. She's a candidate in the U.S. Virgin Island caucuses, which both happen on the same day, so she may have a moral victory there, is what she might try to do with her campaign. But... That happens February the eighth, weeks before the South Carolina primary. So the next major contest beyond New Hampshire, and she made it clear last night, is her home state in this in this in, in this in the South in South Carolina, where Haley faces perhaps even lo- perhaps even longer odds if she stays in the race after what she's already been through, and she's staying in. That's what she says. She has. I mentioned a moment ago. Trump has the support of both U.S. senators and the sitting governor of South Carolina, among many other elected officials. Polls, polls, the latest polls. Now, this is before last night, showed Trump's lead is even more significant in South Carolina than it was in New Hampshire or Iowa. So, Nikki Haley, does she have a pathway to victory? No, and and she knows that. But I think she's not playing for a pathway. I think what she's doing is she's saying, okay. I'm going to either tie you up, Donald Trump, and have you in a bitter Republican battle or offer me something. What are you going to give me? What are, you, what are you going to give me? What is it I'm going to get from you? You want to give me the vice presidency and I'll help unite the party? There's also that aspect of uniting the party. And I'm giving you all the different scenarios here so you understand that. There is a chance that Nikki Haley's strategy here is, hey, be a thorn in the side of Donald Trump to the point where Donald Trump finally says, OK, you can be the VP. Now, I don't think that's going to happen. That's, but this is what she may be thinking. She also may think, hey, if I can divide the Republican Party for a long time on purpose, then I am more valuable to Donald Trump to reunite the Republican Party. So that's my other option. I'll reunite the Republican Party, and I'll reunite that Republican Party by saying to him, put me on your team. Give me the vice presidency. I'll get all these never-Trumpers and all these Republican establishment donors who are on my team to then give money to us, Mr. President. She can then use what she's doing, and and I think where she's hurting Donald Trump the most right now is on the age issue. I think that's her only thing. She's not beating him on any of the issues, of the political issues. I think all she's doing is hurting him and saying, do you really want two 80-year-old guys running this country? That's been her line. It's her line that she used last night. Her line, you know, well, do do you really think that that, that the country needs two 80-year-olds running this country? Haley saying, you know, this race is far from over, and I'm sticking in this thing, and I'm not going anywhere. Uh, I think it's delusional, unless you're trying to become the vice president.
5: I want to congratulate Donald Trump on his victory tonight. He earned it, and I want to acknowledge that. Now, you've all heard the chatter among the political class. They're falling all over themselves, saying this race is over. Well, I have news for all of them. New Hampshire is first in the nation. It is not the last in the nation. This race is far from over. There are dozens of states left to go.
2: It is far from over. There are dozens of states left to go. Now, when she came out and made that speech, I think it was very strategic. It was actually a smart decision by her. One of the things that you may have noticed there that she was saying is, you know, it's far from over. But it sounded like she could be dropping out. And then it was like, no, I'm not. I am here to stay. It is far from over. Nikki Haley right now is going to continue to to drain resources from Trump. And Donald Trump saying this about Nikki Haley. He was right when he said it. He used his victory speech to go after Haley. Some said, oh, it is unhinged, right? No, it's not. Why is she hurting the Republican Party? Listen. Fantastic state. This is a great, great
5: state. You know, we won New Hampshire three times now. Three. Three. We win it every time. We win the primary. We win the... Generals, we've won it and it's a very very special place to me. It's very important if you remember in 2016 We came here, and we needed that winner. We won by 21 points and it was great and uh, Today I have to tell you it was very interesting because I said wow what a great victory But then somebody ran up to the stage all dressed up nicely (laughs) When it was at 7, but now I just walked up and it's at 14 she ran up when it was seven, and, you know, we have to do what's good for our party. And she was up, and I said, wow, she's doing uh, like a speech, like she won. She didn't win. She lost. And, you know, last, last week we had a little bit of a problem. And if you remember, Ron was very upset because she ran up and she pretended she won Iowa, and i looked around i said didn't she come in third yeah she came in third and then i looked at the polls she was talking about most winnability who's going to win and i had one put up i don't know if you see it but i have one put up we've won almost every single poll in the last three months against crooked joe biden almost every poll and she doesn't win those polls. and she doesn't win those. this is not your typical victory speech but let's not have somebody take a victory when she had a very bad night she had a very bad night and you uh you have the you have the very the now very unpopular governor of this state this guy he's got to be on something i've never seen anybody with energy he's like uh, hopscotch and uh, you know I'm, I'm watching this guy and two weeks ago I said we're gonna win we're gonna win in the we're gonna win about three days ago so i said Well, we want to do well. That's a big difference. But I walked out just now, we're 14 points up, and I don't know what it's going to be, but when she was up here, it was like six or seven, and, you know, with like 7% of the vote counted. Now, let let me just tell you, we uh, we had an unbelievable week last week in Iowa. We set a record. It was the best in the
2: history of the caucus, in the history. Best in the history of the caucus, Donald Trump going after Nikki Haley and who profits from this, the Democratic Party and hiding Joe Biden longer. It is time for Nikki Haley to drop out, period. Share this podcast with your family and friends. Hit that little forward arrow and text it or put it on social media while the media does everything it can to try to shut you down. Silence us and make sure no one knows what's really happening. Also hit that auto download or subscribe button. So you get this podcast each and every day for free. And I'll see you back here tomorrow.
3: More than a movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies from the Godfather, Andy Garcia.
4: He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo and the coldness of Michael.